Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And it takes a knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. of the day we started the show talking about woody johnson the jets have a woody problem and to me that's they have a they have a what yeah i mean i woke up this morning with a woody problem (laughs) the jets have a yeah after last night trust me we got enough issues don't drop that at our doorstep (laughs) too i mean come on man then we made then we're done then just leave if you're waking up this morning if you're jets fan you woke up with with a woody issue i'd like to wake up with 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 woodiness as a jets fan that would mean that i'm happy (laughs) <laughs> Crown you with the Woody. Uh, anyway, Woody, Woody, John, his comments last night. I, I'm still bothered by the the loss of Game Five. I got to be honest with you, but I can't let it go. I can tell you're a little yeah. distracted. I, I, I can said, tell. That's I a, can that's tell. Deflating defeat. It happens, but what? I, now you got to be a pro, bud. Got to plow through. Back. Let's go. So with Woody Johnson, his comments last. It's not just about his comments, BT, but obviously speaking last night at the NFL Awards, and you know, talking about Zach Wilson throwing him under the bus. My issue is that. Not even that Woody's a bad owner, because I think you could be a lot worse. I think Woody gets an A for effort. However, he's just not running this team in a smart fashion. And if you can't see that the problem with this Jets team wasn't the backup quarterback last year, and that's what he made it sound like, oh, we didn't have a backup quarterback. We need to get one. No, no, that's not the problem, Woody. The problem was that you put yourself as an organization in spots where you lie on a 40-year-old quarterback. Then, when your quarterback went down, you didn't go get a quarterback who could start. Your backup should have been the backup, not the starter. Not to mention your head coach is the worst head coach in the NFL, and yet there were great options out there, BT, to upgrade, and he didn't want to do that, whether it be Vrabel or Belichick, whatever. That's my issue with Woody, the way that he's running this team right now had an opportunity to do something great do something special shocking yes but he didn't take advantage of that and i don't think he understands the real problem here okay excuse me okay um so did you ever see when somebody apologizes right Mm -hmm. and then people who have no connection to the apology 
determine the level of sincerity in the apology? They basically grade the apology. So-and-so didn't seem authentic enough. So-and-so wasn't transparent enough. So-and-so waited too long to apologize. So-and-so had their PR person write the apology. It doesn't seem like it came from... You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. That always bothers me. That that's always bothered me. Why? Just because it's an apology accepted for what it is? Yeah, accepted. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Uh, okay. I mean, unless you believe it's completely inauthentic, then it's your. It's of course it's your prerogative not to accept it. But I mean, too many people grade apologies, and I also think too many people grade literally every word from owners. Right. And that's where I get to here with Woody Johnson. Listen, I don't think Woody's a great owner. I don't think he's nearly as bad as many of you think and make him out to be. I look at the the New York Jets right now, and there's a lot of franchises that have issues that the Jets don't. You know, Woody Johnson turned the Jets from, and I love Hofstra. I got a lot of respect for Hofstra. I do. You know, I love Long Island. I love. I went out to Hofstra a lot, man, to, to watch the Jets. And But the Jets went from a like a like a little mini-mart, you know, facility to one of the greatest facilities in the NFL, first rate. Mm-hmm. That was because of Woody Johnson. You know, he spends a ton of money. It's never like we're taking calls. We're clamoring for, come on, guys, go get the extra receiver. Come on, spend the extra money. Come he tries. On. Yeah, yeah. Dip your toe in the free agent pool. Hell, just plunge into the free agent pool. They do that. So they've got a first-rate facility. He spends money, and he hires people that, at least when he hires them, are respected. That's Joe Douglas. That's Robert Sala. They failed. Well, he they hired didn't... Mike McCagnin, too. I mean, No, uh, I'm not saying they're all perfect yeah. by any stretch. No, no, I'm not saying. This most recent one, right? Todd Bowles. John Inzik. I mean, well, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 it's a long list of failures. I get, I'm not trying to exonerate him. I'm really not. I'm just trying to contextualize his ownership. Because with Rex, it was great, at least at the beginning, and now it's been horrendous. And I think the answer is probably somewhere in between. I think he's an okay owner. I think he's well-intentioned. I think he's an easy target um, for a lot of reasons. Some are real. Some are, are not. Some are stretched, manufactured, maybe for different reasons. But as a fan of the team, I I don't think he's the main deterrent. Because I used the, the, the James Dolan example to start the show when we had a similar conversation. For 20 years, everybody's telling me, and I was saying it too. Oh, my God, Dolan stinks. Oh, Dolan, please sell the team. Please, Dolan, get out of here. Dolan, you're ruining things. Well, nobody's complaining about James Dolan because James Dolan hired somebody who's awesome at his job in Leon Rose. And that's part of it. I know it's a little mixing all together. I, I will have Woody's back a little bit here. I have no problem with the comments. I don't think he's a great owner. I don't think he's awful. I think he's got the potential to be a great owner. I just don't think he's smart enough to know what he needs to do. I can't understand because this one's right in front of his face. Salah's not a good head coach. You've seen it for three straight years. They've ruined the quarterback position, and there were great head coaches available. Like, go pick one to pair with Aaron Rodgers and go take a run at a Super Bowl. And he didn't want to do that. And to me, that is a glaring sign that he may just not – understand the big issues here. It wasn't the backup quarterback. It was the offensive line. It was the head coach. It was almost everything but the backup quarterback's the least of the issues in when you're building a team. Once the starting quarterback goes down, you're screwed anyway. Go get another quarterback who can start. You didn't have that guy in Zach Wilson, and there was a reason why. It's because the guys you hired ruined him to begin with. Shouldn't have drafted him and then ruined him to begin with. The other thing that we've been talking about, BT, is the Super Bowl, of course. Super Bowl Sunday, just a couple of days away here. And to me, the Super Bowl, the results of the Super Bowl don't mean anything. I'm sorry. We got to a point in sports talk where it's ridiculous how we, oh, he doesn't win a championship. If he doesn't win a championship, if he doesn't win a championship, he's worthless. If he wins multiple championships, he's great. Yeah, if you win four, five Super Bowls, to me, that stands out, obviously, as opposed to winning just a Super Bowl. 
the results of this particular Super Bowl, to me, don't move the needle. Maybe for Kyle Shanahan a little bit, but Andy Reid is who he is. Patrick Mahomes is an all-time great already, and Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be a superstar quarterback just in the event that they win this one singular game on Sunday. I think that obviously the Super Bowl, depending upon which one it is, and you can go back to the only one the Jets won, which validated the AFL, which forced a merger, historically the most important Super Bowl. So obviously we're not going to say that that doesn't matter. And I'm not even going to co-sign what Sal just said, that the Super Bowl result doesn't matter. What I do think is true is that narratives attaching or narratives that are attached to players or coaches' career, there's too much emphasis on the Super Bowl. Now, that seems like such a dumb thing to say. Like, listen to these two sports guys basically saying the Super Bowl is not nearly as important as many people think. Well, I'm not saying that, and you're not you're not even fully saying that. I think what we're both saying on some level, we do we do have common ground here, is that too often, you know, the successes or the failures shape a career unfairly. It's either accentuated positively or it's broken down negatively. In the case maybe of the Bills or Jim Kelly losing four. Marv Levy wins one of those. Marv Levy, who was an amazing head coach in the NFL, amazing, is perceived so differently. Dude, he got you there four times. Four, which means he won four in a row, four AFC championship games. So, to me, there's still greatness in that. I do think the Brock Purdy specific question here, because the other ones are already established. Like, yeah, Mahomes can great be even greater. Sure. But whether he wins or loses to me, I don't look at Patrick Mahomes any different. I don't think of him less than if he loses. Do you, somebody who's a more of a Purdy supporter, I think he's fine. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's great. What if he loses this game? How do you view Brock Purdy? Does it change in your mind? No, because I've, it's not It's not about Purdy. He's way too young, and it's too early. I used the word infancy earlier. He's in the inf- He just got off the incubator, man. Like he's a, No, he's he is just losing his football diapers. It's in the earliest stage of carving out whatever career he carves out. What What's interesting to me about Purdy is that I do think that he can ascend to one of the, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Different than Josh. Different than Mahomes, certainly. Far less dynamic than Lamar. Nobody's like Lamar. Totally different. But I also think that if he was to lose, you know, based on the question you directly asked me here, and he throws three picks and there's a weak, a blindside, you know, strip sack that he doesn't see, that's one thing. If they lose 31-30 and his defense gets gashed and the offense puts up points and he's in the middle of it, I'll, I'll I'll still believe what I believe that he has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not even not even tying it to history. Right, I mean going into next season. Right, I just disagree with him being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't even think he's top ten as a matter of. I think he's very good. I don't think it's a knock. But I don't think, even if he loses this game, and I expect that he's not going to be great in this game. Why would I expect that? Well, so far in the postseason, he's had two touchdowns, one interception. He's not the focal point of the team. He's not a game manager. He's just a good quarterback. I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. So you're going into next season, and everything's the same. Mm O-line, coaching, D-line. Do you want Dak Prescott, or do you want Purdy as your quarterback? I'm taking Purdy. Yeah, good question. I mean, I I don't even know if Dak is in my top ten. Fair. Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy? I I'm taking I, Purdy. I think I take Hurts. Still. Yeah, because I think Hurts at his peak elevated the Eagles to a point that I don't think Brock Purdy, well, Brock Purdy hasn't done on his own yet. I've, and I know the Eagles are talented, mm-hmm. but Hurts was the focal point of that team a year ago. I know this year, down year. But again, we could look at you could look at Hurts last year and say, wow, 
And by the way, same situation. Going to a Super Bowl facing Patrick Mahomes. Hurts first one. Oh, look at what he's done here. He's got the chance to be one of the all-time greats. And then you see this year, and it's like, ah, Hurts. And everybody wants to toss him aside. He stumbled. The team imploded. I don't think that Purdy, even with a rough performance Sunday, which I don't think he'll have, I don't think he suffers the same fate. Right, I but think he, it's going to be a very... His peak was lit- not as good as Hurts. Well, it's a totally different level of, right. of, of dynamic. Like, the, the dynamic right. nature of Hurts is still different. Well, that's but the point. That's I don't know. Do you want Jalen Hurts on third? Who do you want throwing the football third and 11? you got to have a first down. You're not running. Let's just say they take away the run. Oh, yeah, but, but I'll take a Purdy. I mean, Purdy, his biggest play that he made against Detroit in the championship know, game was with his legs. I know, but it just in terms of the more conventional snap-to-snap, I would take Purdy. BT and Sal on the fan, our friends at Town Fair Tire, remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name-brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Paul is in Newark. What's up, Paul? What's going on, guys? How you been? How are you, Paul? Hey, man. What's up, BT? BT? Listen to Sal for once. Purdy is a system quarterback, totally system quarterback. He's like Tua. They're great in their both in their individual systems. Since both their systems are almost the same thing, because it comes from Kyle Shanahan's system. Now, BT. Now, if you put Purdy on KC, would he do the same thing that he did with the Niners? Alex Smith won a lot of games with Kansas City. Oh, so my answer is pretty much yes. He'd win. So you put Purdy on KC's team, they bring him, Purdy brings him to the Super Bowl. I'm not, I don't know if they're exactly, the, well, well, listen, Paul, I don't know if they, you know, how many games they win in the regular season. But I, I'm, what, what I wouldn't see, I don't think, is this complete reversal of fortune where Purdy with the Chiefs, they're, they're a 6-11 team. No. Okay, so there you go. He's a system quarterback. No. He's you, you totally he's misunderstood what I said. Well, okay, then what did you say? Clarify it, please. Dude, I don't feel like clarifying. How about that? I'm moving on. I'm oh. done. Um, stop. I've clarified all day. I've clarified it. Clarify it. Well, I mean, I think the call be clarified. Asked, I think he asked a fair question. I want to just clarify what you what you meant. It's but. been answered. <laughs> I mean, this Brock Purdy stuff's getting on my nerves, man. Nobody's <laughs> showing this guy any respect. All he does is win. All he throw. All he does is throw touchdowns. It's not good enough. He's a system man. You know, what was that Paul? Uh, Paul calls it a lot, Paul. I, I, you know, I, I probably shouldn't have snapped on you that way. That's my bad. Oh, come saying, on, let uh, it out. Nah, no, right. I, I'm going to let it out, but I don't. I, not not at Paul. Paul's a good dude. That's you know. Um, who the hell is anybody that didn't play in the NFL to say that he's a game manager? I will be the first, maybe the bravest, to even say that I'm not even sure exactly what people mean. But I know what they mean loosely. But I'm sorry when Boomer Sison says. Out in Vegas this week, that Brock Purdy is not a game manager. Uh, I think that that's got a little more weight than what Paul thinks, or quite right. frankly, even what I think. Now that doesn't mean that Boomer's right about everything, but do you think Boomer's instincts about the quarterback spot a little bit better than ours? Yeah. Well, the answer is yes. Well, so okay, people okay, just but... throw this nebulous term around. It's lazy. He's a system quarterback. Define it. What does it mean? It what means, is a system quarterback, Sal? Meaning that the Niners system in place is already built for success. Purdy fits in nicely to that system. Now, he may run that system better than others, like Garoppolo, for example, like Trey Lance, for example. But if he were not in that system, would he be able to elevate a team on his own the way Josh Allen has done? I mean, yeah. to me, that's how I view uh, it. That, uh, that's fine. But do you think that if Josh Purdy's on the, uh, if uh, that uh, that Brock Purdy's on the Jets last year, that they go seven wins? I don't. I honestly don't. I, I, so I don't think Brock Purdy is good enough to elevate the Jets last year. So he personally. wouldn't have been better than Zach Wilson. 
He's oh, basically, well, you're basically saying he's equivalent to Zach Wilson. No, be, because Zach Wilson won seven games, basically. Being better than Zach Wilson is different than elevating the Jets to you know a new level. No, no, like, I, uh, clearly. Also, but if you're, also you got, I think Zach Wilson would be better if he were in the 49ers system. I do, too, but you know what? He's not, so we can only react to what we know. Brock Purdy is in the 49ers system, right. and he's awesome, and Zach Wilson's in the Jets system, and he's ass. Right, but if Brock Purdy came here, I think he might, in fact, be ass. I, but you're saying you think. I get that, but I'm reacting to what I know. Right. Brock Purdy, successful. But Zach, what, what makes bomb. You think, but what makes you think that Brock Purdy would be successful in the Jets system? Because I think he's smarter. I think he's more instinctual. I think he's more intuitive. I think he's he's a better leader. Mm. I just think he's better. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he I mean, he is I think better. he's more accurate. He's better I think than, he makes fewer mistakes. Right, but, the, but the point is that, again, we agree on the Jets' biggest issue was what last year? Scoring. No, no. I love the O-line. Right, okay. Well, how is the O-line in San Francisco? It, listen, I, but I, it's good. It's much better than the Jets. Right. How's the head coach in San Francisco? Fantastic. But you know what? How no, no, but weapons? hold on. Kyle Shanahan wasn't always fantastic yeah. with when he had bad quarterback play. What now, Kyle Shanahan? I just got. I got. Like, Even in his up. worst years, he's better than anything the Jets have. Okay, had I understand that. But think about this: Kyle Shanahan has had several different quarterbacks. All right, and when he has a good one, he wins. Uh, it's got to get the exact And he got to here. a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I understand that. And Jimmy Garoppolo, in his playoff run as a professional NFL quarterback, has thrown four touchdowns, six picks, missed a wide-open receiver to win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. That's what I mean. No, I, I understand that. But If but, not for Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan would have already had a Super Bowl. Yeah, but hold on a second. So, okay, Jim, so his first year, he was 6-10. and 10. His second year, he was 4-12. and 12. His third year, he was 13-3. and three. And then in 2020, he went 6-10. and 10. So his first four years, let me see. 6, 12, 16, all right, boom. You're talking about 29 wins and 10, 20, 32, 35 losses, all right? And then suddenly Purdy shows up on the scene, 13 and 4 last year, 12 and 5 this year. Well, Purdy, didn't, no well, Purdy didn't start the year last year. I understand that, yeah. but he, which means he lost even fewer. He only lost one game. They went 13 and 4 as a team. He lost once. Right. I mean... I, I get that there's there's probably middle ground in this debate. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying Purdy's. I'm not saying Purdy's bad. No, I know you're not. I, I'm. I, I don't know how anybody can debate that he isn't a product of a already successful foundation and system. I'm not saying he is a system quarterback, but I would be willing to bet that Brock Purdy wouldn't do what. Josh Allen has done in Buffalo. And that's yeah. just one example. He, he, also, not, he also might not turn the ball over up. Now, he's not physically yeah. equipped. He's in the right spot. He's not he's been, throw... Josh Allen's 6'5". He's right. a pit bull. He weighs 240. Puts his shoulder well, down like pick, a linebacker. I'm picking a top quarterback. I'm picking a top quarterback. Okay, but think about this. Do you, you think, think Brock Purdy's better than Aaron Rodgers? Right now, I would say, if, if you, if, and I sincerely mean this, all right, as much as I want to see the Rodgers stuff come through just to see if it could work, if I can hit a button, Purdy, Rodgers, next year, Purdy. Yeah. I swear to God I mean that. And, I would take Brock Purdy. And if I'm the Niners and I can hit a button, Purdy Rogers, I'm hitting the Rogers button. Okay, that's fine. But think about this: Did you would you say that Patrick Mahomes had a vintage Patrick Mahomes offensive season this year? No, they were totally not even close, right? Team. Yeah. Okay. So, but there now, are reasons for no, it. I, no, I, 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 I was going to go there. I agree. There's reasons for it. Now, nobody in their right mind is going to sit here and say that Patrick Mahomes is a system quarterback. That's just the height of idiocy. Obviously, idiocy. But I will say. Without his amazing offensive coordinator, who everybody wondered what his role was, you know, who's now mm-hmm. in a, with a different team, the first year he's gone, Mahomes' numbers dropped through the floor. 
compared to what he was doing when that gentleman was there. I think system so, manager is disrespectful. Th- that's all I'm saying. But, but but I think he's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. And I don't believe he's one that can elevate a franchise that has nothing else like the Jets. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with that conversation. Coming back on the other side with your calls. Also have the perfect parlay pick segment. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the wise and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion leading ladies a concert in celebration of women's history month featuring kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king christina perry at the king's theater in brooklyn new york on wednesday march 20th tickets are on sale now you don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices with kelsey ballerini megan trainer l king and christina perry odyssey's leading ladies presented by olay body buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com at 12 40 as well we have a massage giveaway coming up as well talk new york sports with us 877-337-6666 powered by paramount plus stream super bowl 58 on cbs with paramount plus brandon tierney salicata back on the fan we'll continue with your calls here We also will have the perfect parlay pick segment coming up in just a little bit. Right now, time for a little hand and stone massage giveaway. Be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Love, pamper, repeat this Valentine's Day at your local hand and stone massage and facial spa. Get a free massage or facial gift card when you buy a spa package. Visit any one of their 80 New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut area hand and stone locations. Quick note here, BT. I don't know why this bothers me, but it does. Okay. Adam Schefter, about 20 minutes ago, just in. The NFL will hold a game in Madrid, Spain in 2025. Ah, it drives me nuts. I like, can't bro. stand it. I cannot stand it. I'm so with you. I've been, I've been compl- Tiki used to think I was nuts. I used to complain about this for years. And you know why? Because they're taking something that's ours and they're giving it to another fan base that doesn't appreciate it the way we do. It, it's. I understand trying to glow, grow the game globally. However, that is a spit in the face, smack in the face, whatever you want to say, to us, the mm-hmm. NFL fans... Here, like, I don't care that you play games in London. I don't care that you play. Where's the Friday night opener with the Eagles? Is that in Mexico or something? Uh, I, don't, or? I don't know where that is, actually. I forget. Or, it wasn't it was one in Germany or something? I, I, I know they're going to Germany for uh, sure. Okay, now they're going to Spain. Like, come on. We don't, dude, it's, it's the NFL. They like, don't care about us, dude. Well, it's obviously it's a money grab, and I'm not trying to minimize other parts of the country. Like that's no, great, but can't, not at all. Like why do you, why do we have to go there? I don't understand. We they don't care about us. That's why because they got us hook, line, and sinker. People gamble, people tailgate, people go to games, people love the NFL, which is why they keep stretching the boundaries of oh, instead of two Thanksgiving Day games for years, now we're going to stuff a third one in your face, which is not terrible, but 
I actually like that third game, but I, can I see don't. What, uh, you don't? I did as a, when I was younger and, and single. Like uh, now, here, by yeah. that point, I'm like, come on. I'm I, I get that aspect as well. And I can see why some families would have some issues. You're driving between cousins and grandmas, whatever. You miss part of the game. I get it. Oh, Black Friday game. All right. It was cool in theory. Jets were yeah. playing the Dolphins, and it could be a lot of juice. I don't like that God. either. I, too you much. Know, that's, too, that's what I'm saying. You know, the Monday games, the Thursday games, then you get Saturday games late in the season. Then, of course, Sunday nights, all day Sunday, different parts of the country. It's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. They don't care about us. And and I hate the pigs. To, they are. I, the, the quicker, find the game on streaming. Good luck. And this applies to baseball as well. The quicker, God, I hate to be this person, but this is the way it is. The quicker you realize they don't care about you at or, or me or Sal or anybody that is here, they don't care about us. I think there was a point where they once did. They don't even incorporate us into the decisions that they now make. Because they know they have us. Yep, they ignore well, us. Well, when that starts to happen and you get taken for granted, you have to have a little self-respect. And I am not going to bend over backwards. And I know it sounds nuts. And for us, we're kind of in a tough spot because, you know, we do it for work. Obviously, if it's a Jets or Giants game, different story. But you think I'm streaming? I don't care who it is. Chiefs, Niners. I'm with you, bro. Am I streaming it at whatever time? I'm not doing it. I did the same thing a couple times with the Yankees this year where, you know, my my, my nightly rotation, I, I start on the Yankees, but I obviously mm. watch the Mets. And there were some nights where, you know, if the Yankees were on Apple or the Yankees were on uh, Prime, you know, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to watch the Mets a little bit because I don't want to keep going back and forth. Right. No, I, I get it. It's, it's annoying. Pain. But the point is, they don't care about us. At some point, as Not fans one bit, here, dude. Nope. You get, we got to figure it out and have some self-respect. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Dan is in Randolph. What's up, Dan? Danny. Oh, man, I can't believe Sal's going to make me defend Woody Johnson and, and Robert Sala. I didn't have that on my bingo card today. Um, all right, so the... Uh, Let's just say first uh, thing is that Kyle Shanahan obviously is a lot like top five coach in the league. And uh, Sala, according to Sal, is, is dead last, 32nd. He's the worst coach or one or one of the worst. No, no, the um, worst. Okay, okay. Well, I, know, you, I well, knew you were going to clarify that immediately. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, waiting for it. I don't think that Sala is like – I think he's more of middle-of-the-pack, bottom-ish coach. I'm not saying he's the worst, though. And the thing is, is like, either way, he's not where, good. You, you know, here's the thing: he he actually has not had a good quarterback, and he you recite uh, Kyle Shanahan's uh, records when he hasn't had a quarterback, mm-hmm. and it's not good either. He now, didn't again, have, but yeah, but Kyle not, didn't have that defense either. Well, yeah, but Salah took over a defense that was 32nd. They were the, one of the worst in the league his first year, and now they're ranked they're ranked number three and number four consecutive years. So that's Something you can hang your hat on with Salah. Mm-hmm. The thing that I have an issue with with Salah is, and BT, I talked to you about this after the bye, is he doesn't know how to handle success. And that, to me, is... No, because they've never had any. Well, no, they've had success going into the bye. They, they oh, yeah. yeah. Four, four and three is not success. No, and by no, the way, no. You, but you it, say, but, did you say Kyle Shanahan's never won without a quarterback? Wait, wait, Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shanahan, when he's had backup quarterbacks, when he's had Mullins, yep. and when he's had other Terrible backup quarterbacks, he, hasn't, he, he has not broken seven wins. He, he, went, so, he, he went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Okay, yeah, but Jimmy Caroppolo that year was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, okay, right. I know. Right. No, but, okay. but to be fair, hold on uh, a sec there. Dan, Danny, Dan, hold on one sec. And I don't want to turn this too too much into Garoppolo, but to be fair, now the Raiders, it wasn't the smart move, but there were other teams that were willing to give Jimmy Garoppolo big money or big-ish money. The Jets were even kicking the tires on some level about Jimmy G. There was a perception that Jimmy G was an average to slightly above-average quarterback. You know, Bethard, Mullen, those guys weren't getting those looks. Go ahead, Danny. Yeah, and look, my, my, my point is, is that, you know, Salah has never – I mean, Zach Wilson in the quarterback situation that he has had for the past three years, we're talking about historically bad. We're not talking about, like, middle-of-the-road, okay quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo would have been an upgrade. That's how bad the, the situation was. And this is where I go into, like, the Woody Johnson situation where the Jets are in a unique position where, look, I got to see it out at least one year with Aaron Rodgers paired with the offensive coordinator – where he won back-to-back MVPs with, I got to see it out one year, and we're lucky because Vrabel, Carroll, I don't think Belichick will ever come to the Jets. So we got to really kind of get that out of the equation. He's never coming to the Jets. But let's just say those two good coaches, right? Yeah. Potentially even Tomlin. Why do you think? Year. Why do you think Belichick's never coming to the Jets? He hates him because he hates the Jets. Hey, why? And, why? And, and, why? I, I mean, nobody that, knows. That to be honest with you. The the owner. No, but yeah, yeah, but that's why he resigned as HC of the NYJ. Woody didn't own the team. The yet. owner. Woody did not officially he own the team that, yet. He knew, he knew that he was coming yeah. in, but he didn't know anything about him. I don't. I don't know. I know he. Listen, Dan. Thanks for the call there, buddy. It was we gave you a little time there. He's never coming to the Jets. He could be a giant coach if you know things don't work out next year with, with Dable. He's not coming here. I got you. And I know that he he has a disdain for the Jets, but nobody really knows why. I'd really love to know the answer. Well, I mean, I think he didn't like the the change in ownership, and then I think it just became, you know, a, a, a little bit of a rivalry with yeah. the Jeff fans. After he left, there was, you know, yeah. But was, even before the think about this, Sal, think about this in logical terms. Even before the rivalry, which and then Mangini ratting on him, that there were different layers yeah. to it for sure. That well, that's, that's certainly one. The Jeff fans and their their hate and venom toward them. Like I think all of it. No, no, no doubt. But that. I guarantee he'd coach here if he thought he could win another Super Bowl. I honestly don't think he would. Which with Aaron Rodgers, if if Woody were not in the way. Yeah, but the hate to me with Belichick toward the Jets began before Mangini ratted on him. The Jet fans, you know, we do whatever we do and whatever. He was, you don't abruptly resign in that manner unless you've got legitimate hatred professionally towards somebody who's not even in the building yet. And nobody has identified the direct source of of what the unraveling was. We know he didn't like Woody. He didn't believe in Woody, or there was it. Nobody knows why. I, I mean, what, what the hell did Woody do? Where he didn't even own the team yet officially. I, I, I love the idea though of a Jeff fan as that caller that he wants to see what what Sal could do for one more year. Like, think of how stupid that Dude, is. Not everybody agrees with us. There are some. There are 10, 12, 13, 15 percent of the Jet fans as misguided as you and I might think that they are. That think that he's a great defensive coach, decent quarterback right. play, he's salvageable. Right. So, so who would you rather have, Bill Belichick or Robert Sala? Who would you rather have, Jim Harbaugh or Robert Sala? Who would you rather have, Mike Vrabel or Robert Sala? Those were all options this Dude. year. Take Belichick out of the equation if you yeah. want. I mean, it's like you're asking me, you know, if we're single, do you want, you know, what some toothless okay. whatever but or supermodel? But this guy said he wants to see it through, and so did Woody. Like, you didn't even try for Harbaugh. Guess what? As I don't care who your quarterback is, as long as Robert Sala's your head coach... You've got no chance to ever be better than the Chargers do. I'll take it a step further. You talk about, you know, the the Jets and having an opportunity here with their defense. You want to, there's no chance they can win with their current setup here. None. And the owner should have seen that. 
And you see what other teams have done. It is, I mean, I just don't understand, BT, how they could not want to further your team. And you're saying Robert Saul is not the worst head coach in the league. Who do you think is going to be the first head coach fired? He might get fired during the season. Now, if, if, he, if so, they start slow. So if he's not the worst head coach in the league right now, who is? They're either unknowns. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, it's to me, it's. He's the worst. And to me, that is almost irrelevant because. It, yeah, I understand the point of emphasis that just to hammer home the fact that you don't believe in him. I get it. It's not, not even not, that I don't neither do in I. Him. Neither do I. I guess I'm just more concerned with knowing or strongly believing. Forget about is he the worst? He's just not good enough. It, 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 the other stuff almost doesn't fine. matter. That's fine. He's but, not but good enough. Actually, agreed. Bottom line, not good enough. But when you actually think about it, he's the, the Jets employ the worst head coach. In a league. Now, that may change in a couple years, but guess what? Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm going to be here to see you through. Coming up on the other side, we'll have our perfect parlay pick segment, final one of the year, right. ahead of Super Bowl Sunday, and get back to your call. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream Super Bowl 58 on CBS with Paramount Plus. All right, BT and Sound back on the fan. We're going to make our picks here. We wrap up the football season. Of course, the, uh, the perfect parlay and our football picks brought to you by ELEC A25, building our future by Total Orthopedics. The experts are getting you back to being you. And by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy for Giants fans. On game day, enjoy responsibly. Last one of the year, BT, this is it. Hoff won the regular season. You won the postseason edition. We will have to pay off our debt, hopefully on Monday. Mm-hmm. When your costume comes in, we will be in full gear. You'll be Gold Dust. I will be Doink the Clown. 
and away we go with that. But what do you got for us, BT, for this Super Bowl Sunday? Parley here. All right, first I got the music that I love. I got a couple of, I got three for you here, Sal. Okay. I've got the actual game, which I'll save for the end. Okay. And I've got a couple of props for you. I will do the same. I'll save the picks for the game. Hoff, if you want to follow along, you can. If not, doesn't matter. Okay. But I'll do the same as you. All right, now, I mean, I've spent a lot of time trying to fend off this pit bull with Brock Purdy all, all week, really. All, certainly all day and today and yesterday. Fun debate, though. It's, it's been, been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. And that's why I can't wait to see this play out. Yep. Even if they play poor, even if they don't win, like. We've made it interesting between us <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Surprised we don't have a side bet about yeah, right, this. Right. Anytime we can bet, we bet. All right, so prop number one. The over-under on Brock Purdy completions, and I know the Kansas City defense is very good. Trust me, we know that, is 20 and a half. It's minus 110 if you go over. I'm going to go over. So slightly over, at least 21, obviously, with the half there. So at least 21 completions for Brock Purdy in Super Bowl 58. Prop number two, also connected to Brock Purdy. No pressure, Brock. Uh, The over-under passing yards, 245. That's what it's been set at. It's at minus 113. If you go over, I'm going over slightly. I think he's past 250. So I'm going to take the over on that as well. And now the winner of Super Bowl 58. And I'm kind of in I'm kind of in a good spot. Oh I'm kind of in a good spot either way. I like being right. I like seeing my family happier uh, or happy more so than being right. In certain things. Now, nah. uh, and uh, <laughs> my mother-in-law is from Kansas City. She's a massive Chiefs fan. My daughter's adopted them as her second team. Grammy sent the Chiefs sweatshirt from, uh, you know, from where they are now in Dallas so kids can wear it during the game. So I, if the Chiefs win, and I love Mahomes, and I do love Taylor Swift, I got respect for Kelsey. I'm not, I'm not on that hate train there. If they win, I'm happy. I don't think they're going to win. I got the Niners. I think the 49ers are the more complete team. I think they're slightly better. Obviously, Mahomes is the man. But that offense, I mean, he didn't score a point in, in Baltimore in the second half. You won. I know, but he didn't score a point. I take the Niners minus two. So, first up, the first leg of the prop here. Over completions, 20 and a half, minus 110. We're going over. Over 245 passing yards. We're going over minus 113. And straight up to, well, I mean, not straight up, but with the with the side here, 49ers laying the deuce to win the championship. Hoff, what do you got? You're up here as the winner of the regular season. What do you got for the Super Bowl? <clears throat> yeah. I, I thought you guys would like have like, you know, like some WWE themes for today specifically. Why? Well, because you're supposed to be oh. gold dust and doink, but I guess uh, you chose not to do that. Well, well Monday. Monday. choose not to do it. I'm waiting for the costume to get well, it. Who'd you order from? And what am I going to do? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Did I miss Do I miss a, Did I miss a prop that has doink singing the national anthem? What WWE prop was I supposed to latch on to, you crazy I just person? I about the theme song. Just yeah, come right. out with a th- different theme. Anyway, listen. Anyway, we'll have yeah. that for Monday. I'll have it all prepared. That being said, I have a few. First of all, I'm going to go. It's a Travis Kelsey heavy mm-hmm. prop bet for me. MVP I have him as plus 1,300. I think it's going to be a heavy Travi- Travis Kelsey day. He's. I was looking for a proposal tra- prop bet. Couldn't find that. But for plus 1,300 MVP Travis Kelsey over under... 69 and a half. I'm taking the over on yards for Travis Kelsey. That's a good one. All day. That's a good one. And then on top of that, I'm taking the over 47 and a half mm. as, a to- as total. For the game. For the That's game. That's an interesting right. one. And then Kansas City plus one and a half. 
Oh. So you like Kansas City in this game. All right. Uh, that's a lot there, Hoff. Kansas City, the over for the game, over Kelsey, and Kelsey for MVP. Not sure, you could, yeah, not sure you could actually parlay those, but still. Right, mm-hmm. we get Kelsey the, getting we get down on one knee as well. Yeah. Know, three carrots, I don't know if anybody carrot, wants to see carrot. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm torn as far as the game goes. I'm going to hit you with the props. And it's funny, BT, how we are similar in that. I'm going to back up my words here uh, as well with Purdy, and I'm going to go with a couple of Purdy oh. props. I'm going over Brock Purdy. Half interception. He's going to throw an interception at least one. So the number right. is 0.5. Yeah, if he throws will, one, yeah, you right. Win. Will he or will he won't uh, will, or won't he throw a interception? So I am going to say yes. Purdy will throw an interception over a half of an INT. He will throw at least one interception in the game. I'm also going to go Purdy under one and a half touchdowns in the game. Even if he throws for a touchdown, he could run maybe run another one, but he hasn't done it yet. I want to see Purdy. He's thrown for two so far and then combined in the postseason. I'm going to say Purdy under one and a half. And I think the Niners, where they're going to be able to win this game, if they do so, is going to be running the football. And I loved what Nick Costo said yesterday. I'm in alignment with that. I can't believe the number was so low for Debo Samuel. 16 and a half rush yards. Oh, rushing, yeah. Dude, he could get that on one carry. A little reverse action, boom. That's exactly right. So I think they are going to go to the well with Debo, both receiving and running the football. They've used him as a running back. I know McCaffrey's a stud. I understand that. But I think Debo's going to run the football. So give me Purdy to throw an interception. I'll go over that number. Purdy under one and a half touchdowns. He'll throw fewer than two touchdowns. And I want to go Debo over 16 and a half. Now, here's where I'm torn. A part of me wants to root for the Chiefs. I like greatness. My niece and nephew coming over. They love, you know, Taylor well, Joey's Swift. coming over? Yeah, Joey, Riley will be there. My niece Riley's going to be into it because of Taylor Swift. Yep. They're, they're rooting for the Chiefs. I already talked to them. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to be rooting against them. They want the Chiefs to win. Yeah. Mahomes, the greatest, all that stuff. I, I like that. Plus, I'm not rooting for Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. Maybe a nice guy, but I'm I'm putting my mouth. I, like, I'm rooting for me to be right in that Brock Purdy is just a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. So mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to see him go nuts. However... I've been picking against the Chiefs all postseason long, and I just don't believe that this is a Super Bowl-winning year for them. I think the Niners are better in spite of Brock Purdy, in spite of him. We've seen it before. Ben Roethlisberger, even Tom Brady, and we've seen quarterbacks win Super Bowls but have bad games. I think Brock Purdy has a bad game. But I think the Niners and Kyle Shanahan find a way to win this football game. We're on the same page with that. I still want to root for Kansas City. Yeah. But I just, I, I, in my gut, I feel like the Niners are going to win the game. So I'll take my chances and lay the one and a half there. That's interesting. All right, let's let's do this real fast. So the season's basically over, and all the storylines have played out. You know, the injuries, the hirings, the firings, the unlikely stories, Detroit, etc. If I said to you, Sal, you can hit rewind and take us back to week one and then automatically transport us back to where we are today and design your own perfect Super Bowl matchup for Sunday. I'll give you mine first. This might might be it. Um, Can I give you mine first? Yeah, go ahead. Jets Packers. Nothing would top that. For you. Well. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think anything would top that. The Jets trying to win for the first time in most of our lifetime oh, against the Dallas, Packers. I think Dallas being in it would be incredible. Playing who though? That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I like well, that. I'm thinking that about perf- it. Yeah, no, it's it's an odd question, but Hoff. I mean, I like Dallas and Bills. It'd be a you know, be a rematch of you know whatever. Pick a year. Uh, you know, the early 90s there. Um, they could always do Jets-Giants, too, but the whole Rodgers-Packers yeah. thing. Well, well, show for show purposes, 
it's different than what it'll be for just fandom purposes or enjoyment. You know, obviously, I grew up a Falcon fan. Would I have liked to see them in the Super Bowl? Sure. I don't really care about it uh, as much at this particular point. I think Dallas, though, being in the Super Bowl would be awesome. It's been so long. The Dallas-Pittsburgh. Such a hot run. Eh. Old school, you know. I think I would go Dallas-Buffalo. I'd be fine with Dallas-Kansas City. I think we got close to as good a matchup as you could ask for. I like your idea of Jets-Packers, of course, Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing that could have been maybe better, I mean, and I do want to see Mahomes play, but if Lamar Jackson would have played great Mm. in that championship game, um, yeah, Lamar. Off the unanimous MVP, Lamar, maybe. I'd like to see him in there. Ravens, Niners. I think, for me, it would be Bills, Cowboys. I, I just think you. the fan bases, starved fan mm-hmm. bases, yeah. history with the Cowboys, you know, Bills on the come up here, obviously going back to the early 90s, that would have been fun. Either way, we, we I mean, those would have been great. And obviously, I, I think that this one's a great matchup, too. It is. It Kansas definitely City, is. This would be one of, if you had to pick five matchups. Yep. This would be one of them. Marquee franchises, imprints all across the country, fan bases that traveled. It's 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 a top matchup. BT and Sal and the fan will come back, finish up the final hour of the show with your calls ahead of the Super Bowl on Sunday. Chiefs and Niners, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, Kyle Shanahan, and Andy Reid. Let's all get excited for Super Sunday. We'll be back on the other side. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 